This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Wednesday, June 19th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. The Annapolis City Council passed a $145 million budget late on Monday night. The spending plan passed 6-2 with Alderman Arnett and Payone voting against the budget. There were a few dust-ups, namely Alderwoman Sheila Finlayson has asked for a six-month pause on a potential land swap for a public works facility between the Spa Road site, which currently houses public works, or most recently currently housed public works, as well as a plot of land on Forest Drive. The older woman says she wants to make sure that that is studied and that her constituents know exactly what they are getting. City Manager Teresa Sutherland says that the budget is less than 1% increase over the budget last year, and I've got something to say on that in just a minute. The other little bit of a dust-up came late in the meeting when Public Works Director David Gerald gave an update on the Truxton Park pool, which has not started construction yet. However, he said that the $3.1 million that was budgeted for that is not nearly enough to complete it. The new pricing is $4.7 million, and now the council is tasked with figuring out how to make up the 1.6 million or to shave 1.6 million off of the price. Right now it looks like they are going to be eliminating the foundations that they were going to put in which would potentially eventually put a roof or a bubble over the pool. Gerald did cite that the tariffs imposed on steel have had an impact on the pricing. Now on to the city manager's less than 1% statement as far as the budget. On June 18th of 2018, Danielle All of the Capitol wrote, The budget fully funds police and its fire pensions, post-employment benefits for government workers, and fixes a number of accounting errors. The exact revenues and expenses budgeted were not available Tuesday morning, but with additional cuts, the council was able to save an additional $2.7 million, bringing the total appropriations to roughly $117 million. That was for the fiscal 19-year budget. Remember that number. $117 million. Fast forward to today, June 18th, Danielle All from the Capitol again. Headline, Annapolis City Council passes a $145 million budget. And in the article, it is quoted as saying the overall budget is less than a 1% increase over the budget the City Council passed last year. It kept the property tax rate the same, although Anne Arundel County raised its rate, so the tax bills will be going up. Whose calculator says that the difference between $117 million and $145 million is less than 1%? That's what I want to know. Another teenager has been reported missing in Annapolis. On June 17th, Yahir Tapia, who's 15, was confirmed missing. Police do believe that he is voluntarily missing. He is a 15-year-old Hispanic male, was last seen wearing a white t-shirt, blue jeans, and white Nike sneakers. He was last seen in the 1200 block of McKinley Street in Eastport, and anybody that has any information should give police a call at 410-268-4141. And from the Oh Hell No file, the Maryland Department of Transportation is launching a two-year pilot program to test digital license plate technology. Now, the state is one of the first on the East Coast to test the new digital plates, and they are going to be tested on MDOT vehicles as well as Maryland Transportation Authority vehicles. They are not rolling out to the consumers, not at this point. 
Our plate, who makes the plates, says that the technology will allow it to be updated electronically. For instance, instead of placing a manual sticker on a tag when renewing a vehicle registration, the digital license plate can be upgraded automatically to display a new registration information. Digital tags can display real-time information such as amber alerts and other safety information. It can also display an alert if the vehicle is reported stolen. I imagine it is not too much of a stretch for them to track the vehicle, perhaps for an insurance company to decline to insure you if you drive through certain neighborhoods. I'm all for technology helping us out. This one, I think, is a bad idea. Another bad idea, but an understood idea. And we mentioned this last week on Twitter, but Lefoli is officially closing in Annapolis after 20 years. Alain Matrat, who has been running the place solo for the last 15 years or so, has finally decided to retire. He's 76 years old and was not able to find somebody that could carry on the business as he has grown it. We do understand that the building has been sold. There is a new restaurant opening up with a completely different food concept. But boy, I tell you, Le Folie was one of the great restaurants in Annapolis for a very special evening. It will be sorely missed. However, we wish Alain Matrat the best in his retirement. The last meal will be June 23rd. Yesterday afternoon, we got an email, presumably from Dewan Gay's campaign, saying that County Executive Stuart Pittman was going to attend his fundraiser at Metropolitan Kitchen and Lounge from 6 to 8 p.m. last night, and he will be endorsing Dewan Gay as a write-in candidate for Alderman. Sort of unusual for a county politician to be getting involved in the city elections like that. Hey, and if you ever needed a reason to check back in ionanapolis.net a little bit later throughout the day, here is one. We also got notice yesterday that there is a press conference at 10 a.m. at the Anne Arundel County Police Headquarters in Millersville. It appears that they're going to be announcing the solving of a 1985 cold case homicide utilizing some new technology. Very interested to hear what that will be. Make sure you check out ionanapolis.net a little bit later. All right, that is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net as we never know what comes down the pike. Give us a rating or a review if you are someplace where you can do that. Give us a recommendation to your friends and colleagues. And hey, head on over to the Maryland Crabs podcast and check out the latest crab cake we did with Jessica Packler and Christina Wilharm, who are the two people that are really behind the East Porter Rockin' Music Festival, which is this weekend. You can still get discounted tickets up through Friday at midnight, but give that a listen. Other than that, hang tight. We've got your local weather from George Young at DMV Weather coming up in just one minute. Four stages, over 35 bands, one unbeatable location. It's the East Porter Rockin' Music Festival, Saturday, June 22nd. A day-long celebration on the water, showcasing the region's best original artists. Savor mouth-watering food, including local seafood and barbecue, plus an array of beers, wines, and spirits. Bring the family and enjoy the expanded kids' area. The East Porter Rockin' Music Festival, June 22nd, 11 to 8 on Back Creek in Historic Eastport. Tickets available at Mission Ticks. Complete info at eastporterrockin.com. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, June 19th. Let's go with the bad news first. We still have two more days of muggy, unsettled, and potentially stormy weather to get through in the Annapolis region both today and tomorrow, with highs each day in the 80s to near 90 in spots. Then comes the good news, and that's temps in the low to mid-80s Friday through Sunday with plenty of sunshine all three days and much lower humidity across all of Anne Arundel County. So get those plans set for the weekend and expect to have a great time out and about, especially if you're hitting
hitting the Eastport Arakan Music Festival this weekend. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMD Weather. Make it a great day out there. Be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. Also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmdweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. Hi, this is Kevin Canale. Michael Sanderson. The host of the Maryland Association of Counties official podcast, The Conduit Street Podcast. We like to talk Maryland policy and Maryland politics. That's what we're all about. Why counties? Well, look at the stuff we do. Education, public safety, environment, taxes, all the areas that people care about. Counties care about that, too. So our podcast is for counties, but it's also for anyone out there who's interested in talking about public policy. Absolutely. We did a whole episode on Uber and Airbnb and new disruptive technologies. Right. We've been covering school funding debate probably in more depth than anybody else out there. We've talked about President Trump's tax reform, uh, redistricting lawsuits, cleaning up the Chesapeake Bay, all that kind of stuff. It's part of our beat. Why do we call it Conduit Street? Well, that's where we are. That's who we are. You Annapolitans on this podcast, you know it is that street right over there by Chicken Ruth's. Now, that's an Annapolis institution. We want to be, too. That's our headquarters, and it's sort of our brand. You can listen to the Conduit Street podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Catch us on Fridays and get a roundup of policy and politics from right here in Annapolis and around Maryland. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.